and welcome to the experience of God with Erin Hansen. My name is Erin Hansen and I am a mindfulness coach. I help clients cultivate a rooted awareness in everyday life for them to be able to navigate life with greater ease and equanimity. And today I want to talk about something that has been on my mind and has been really coming up a lot in my work with my clients lately, and that is cultivating self-compassion. I recently did a talk on cultivating self-compassion and the response was so strong. And it made me realize that this is a topic that can really help a lot of folks. So if you were attracted to this title, the title of this episode, and you are working on cultivating self-compassion, welcome. I'm glad you're here. This is something that in my own life, I have been working on for decades, and it is so incredibly fulfilling. And I just want to share a little bit from my own personal experience and give you some suggestions for your own path and to really encourage you to continue to do this work. It is essential and it is the foundational step towards psychological healing and spiritual evolution. It is really so uh, such a fruitful practice and pursuit and I highly recommend it. And eventually you'll get to a place where you are your number one fan and you are rooting for yourself. And um, there are a number of ways, a number of practices that you can incorporate into your life to help you get started. And of course, I'm going to recommend first and foremost establishing a mindfulness practice. Now, notice how it feels when I suggest this. Is there some resistance that comes up? Um, Just notice that and have gentle compassion with yourself because you can create a mindfulness practice that works for you, that suits your needs. It can be very simple. It doesn't have to look like an hour in the morning and an hour in the evening of seated silent meditation. You can begin by doing something very simple. Taking a moment, an extra few moments for yourself in the morning after you brush your teeth, for example, and just have a seat and sit there for three minutes and breathe and notice and become aware and perhaps including some really encouraging um, things that you can say to yourself, some really encouraging um, sentences that really resonate with you. You can begin your day like this. And these are just some examples, and I just want to invite you to really have a sense of ease with your mindfulness practice, especially if you're just getting started with it. You, you want to create something that feels good to you and that doesn't create a lot of resistance so that you're avoiding it and it's becoming a struggle. 
you can start very simply and you can perhaps even set a reminder on your phone or put a sticky note on your bathroom mirror to remind yourself to take a three minute mindfulness break and during that time you just sit you notice the sensations that are arising you allow everything to be as it is in that moment you allow your thoughts to just float on by and just noticing this is the first step towards really building your awareness and as your awareness grows it opens up so much possibility for cultivating um, greater equanimity, cultivating greater spaciousness, and cultivating this self-compassion, which is what we're talking about today. So definitely step number one is to start a mindfulness practice and stick to it. Do it daily. Try to do it for a week, seven days. See if you could do three minutes for seven days. Then you'll feel accomplished once you've done that and you might continue and you might increase the amount of time to five minutes, ten minutes, whatever works for you. Then you're So then you're working on building your awareness just like a muscle, just like when you do exercise, you go to the gym, you're building up your muscles. This is similar to that. You're building up your awareness muscle. And then I would invite you to bring your attention to your inner voice. How do you speak to yourself? Notice those voices that are going on in your head. Notice when you do something how does the inner voice respond? Is it harsh? Is it cruel? Is it um, berating and putting you down? Just notice that. And when you notice that voice arising, ask yourself, is this serving me? Is this voice serving me? And you might even practice connecting with that voice. Sometimes I would experiment with speaking directly to that voice and saying, I hear you. I understand you're trying to help me. Thank you. Thank you for trying to help me, but it's not helpful in this moment. So thank you, but no thank you. <laughs> and for a while, I would speak to it like that. I would say, thank you, but no thank you. This is not helpful. I've got this. I'll take it from here. <laughs> you know, and you can kind of dismiss that cruel inner voice. And understand that oftentimes that cruel inner voice is not your true voice. It's coming from somewhere else. Oftentimes in childhood, we might have experienced... A harsh teacher or a critical parent or sibling or friend or anyone and that voice tends to really get lodged in there somewhere and it creates a lot of shame for us and a shame cycle is nothing that we want to get involved with because it's the opposite of the direction we're heading 
with our spiritual development and cultivating this inner compassion and this inner acceptance and this self-love. And so when you notice this harsh inner voice and when you notice this shame, it's time to pause and say, thank you, but no thank you. I've got it. And then I invite you to really, um, really treat yourself with so much love and really give yourself some comfort any way that this looks for you. You can uh, speak directly to yourself. You can give yourself some encouraging, comforting words. You can, for example, if you do something like that's very embarrassing and you have a lot of shame about it, instead of berating yourself and being harsh, you can be understanding and be compassionate. And I often like to tell folks that they can treat themselves as they would a beloved pet or a beloved child. Imagine how you would treat a gorgeous two-year-old that you love so much and they're struggling and they're very distressed. How would you meet them? You know, you would approach them with gentle kindness and loving compassion. Treat yourself that way. It is very healing to give yourself this loving energy and this loving attention. And over time, that harsh, critical voice will diminish quite a bit. For me, I took a zero-tolerance approach to that voice, and I offered it no airtime in my consciousness, and it just completely went away, and it hasn't been here for years. And it's very encouraging and empowering to realize that I have a very different inner voice now. It's supportive, it's compassionate, it's unconditionally loving. And that is my hope and prayer for you. And that is why I'm uh, recording this episode to remind you that that is possible. And this could be very challenging. So don't get me wrong, it wasn't easy, it took many years it could be very challenging so it will take time but you can leave yourself n love notes around the house you know you can leave yourself little reminders of you're doing great you know <laughs> or whatever it is that you need to hear and some of you might be f fearing or thinking right now oh but if I'm not harsh on myself I'll never get anything done or, you know, perhaps you've used that critical inner voice as a motivator. But I would like you, if this is the case for you, to really bring a lot of awareness to that. Is it serving you? You know, is there another way that you could encourage yourself by being your number one fan and encouraging yourself through positive encouragement, positive reinforcement, recognizing how good it feels when you give yourself that approval or affirmation that you are seeking. Give it to yourself. 
it's so empowering to realize that we can give ourselves that and that we don't need it from others and um, and we can love ourselves unconditionally and then we notice that we're much less needy and we're much less needy looking to others to respond to us in a certain way and when we free ourselves up like that then we're able to live life with so much more grace and ease because we're not subconsciously reaching for these different reactions from from our loved ones or from certain people we're not subconsciously driven to do a certain action in order to get the payoff of um, applause or affirmation or uh, approval. Notice if you're really driven to get some approval from someone and instead practice giving it to yourself. So the, this are, these are just some basic ways that you can begin to practice. And so to reiterate, first step is to start a mindfulness practice. It can look any number of ways. It can be a movement practice, a seated meditation practice, journaling. That's another thing I wanted to mention. If you're a writer, if you love to journal, many of my clients love journaling and one of the things that they like to do is to first thing in the morning, they journal to kind of get all their thoughts out. And it's very cathartic and refreshing for them to get it all out. And one thing I like to suggest to those who like to journal is write a letter to yourself. Write a love letter to yourself. It could be your current self. It can be your inner child. It could be yourself at any stage of your life. Or it could even be your future self. You can use your imagination and, and with open curiosity, just explore and see what comes out when you write to yourself. What do you want to say to yourself? Does your inner child need to hear something that you in your adult self voice can go back and share with your inner child? This can be a very powerfully cathartic and healing experience and if you do it you can do it on a regular basis you can do it um, often and if you try this and like it I would love to hear about um, how that went for you uh, yeah so to reiterate start a mindfulness practice to increase awareness build up that awareness muscle begin to notice your inner voice at all times whether you're achieving something great what's the inner voice saying whether you're um, making mistakes quote-unquote or failing to meet a certain deadline or a goal how does your inner voice react in those situations and take that opportunity to intentionally um, dismiss that inner voice you know you can fire it <laughs> like I was saying thank you but no thank you replace it with something very unconditionally loving and supportive 
sometimes it can be helpful if you're having trouble being that supportive to yourself, being that compassionate voice for yourself. One thing that I've done that I have found so helpful is I pictured someone in my life who treated me that way. And it was my maternal grandmother, Virginia. She treated all of us like we were the most amazing people. And she loved us unconditionally. And so when I would be struggling in my adult life, even though she has since passed, I would imagine what would my grandma say to me in this moment? How would she... Uh, react. She would embrace me and she would say, it's okay, you're just learning. You're doing great. Keep going, you know. See if you can cultivate that by thinking of someone who offered you that in your life. And if you've never had that experience of unconditional love, you can give it to yourself. You can learn how to do it for yourself. And I hope that these practices feel wonderful to you and I hope they encourage you along your journey and know that you are learning and growing and we're all in this life learning and growing you know we're all fumbling along making mistakes and so there's no um, benefit to being harsh and cruel with ourselves it really does not help us to um, grow and expand just also you can picture how you would treat a, a pet or a plant. A plant needs tender loving care. It doesn't need harshness and cruelty. You know, nothing thrives in an environment of harshness and cruelty. So um, I really encourage you to try some of these things. I know I threw a lot of ideas at you, but if any of them really struck you and resonated, please feel free to try them out and really cultivate that inner voice and get it to a place where it is loving and encouraging so that you can experience that more and more in your life. And um, yeah, and you can be your own number one fan. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this helpful. Please feel free to reach out to me. I love hearing from you. And let me know if you found this helpful, if you have any questions, if you've tried some of these things, or maybe something I didn't mention that you have found helpful. We would all benefit from hearing that. And um, yeah, I very much look forward to hearing from you. My name is Erin Hansen. My website is cedargrace.space if you would like to find out some more information about my offerings or what I share. You can find me there. You can find me on Instagram. Cedar.grace is my handle on Instagram. And I'm also very often on Insight Timer. I don't know if you've heard of the app Insight Timer. It's a meditation app. It's amazing. There are millions of users and I'm there every week doing a live talk and guiding everyone through a mindfulness practice. So I hope you'll join us and I wish you so much self-love and self-compassion on your journey. Sending love to you. Thank you for listening. 